Hey, 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 Adapter Dividends number 48 here. What's going on? I just got off Twitter and I thought this was hilarious. Well, not hilarious. If you ever heard the Louis C.K. bit about hilarity, he was out and these two girls were talking and they said, that's hilarious. And he's like, no, it's not. It was mildly funny at best. Hilarious. Hilarity is when it's something that your brain can't handle and you shut down. It breaks your brain. You can't work. You're waking up months later in a gutter with leaves falling out of your hair because you can't function in society because it was hilarious. Your brain just couldn't handle it. So it wasn't hilarious. What I did see was this very funny thing about the Burger King $2 snack box. Now, my family basically gave up fast food except for my grandpa, or not my grandpa, the kid's grandpa. He is grandpa to my kids. Uh, He likes fast food every once in a while, so the kids uh, get it then. But they are offering you 10-piece nuggets, one-piece medium fries, one cheeseburger, and one small soft drink for $2. I'm going to guess they're taking a loss on that. Maybe that's the door buster. Hey, this is great. If you know a homeless person, run out and give them $2 right now and let them know that this is going on because they will eat like a king at Burger King tonight. Make sure you get them in on that. And I'm going to tell you about my dumpster diving here that, that happened today. But before I do that, no, this is not an ad read. It sounds like it, doesn't it? But before I do that... I do want to ask you to do one thing for me is go ahead and give me a review, give me a rating and send me a screenshot to Chicago underscore 27 at hotmail.com. That is my email and I will do something for you. The first three people that do that, I will make you an animated logo. I like I use in my YouTube videos. I will, if you don't have a logo to send me, that is a transparent form. If you don't know what that means, it's okay. You can email me a logo. I'll see if it is something I can use. And if not, just give me your your Twitter handle, your Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, anything like that. I can make you a video and I'll send you a GIF. And uh, GIF. I, I hear my wife's voice in my head because she calls it a GIF. And I say like, no, it's a GIF with a G. And she says, really? You? How do you say giant? Well, you got me there, but I just think of all the other words that you don't say it like that. So either way, I will send you an MP4 file and a GIF or GIF, whatever the heck you want to call that thing. Send me a screenshot again of your review. I don't care if it's one star. I hope it's five, but whatever it is, send me and I will. And then send me a logo along with that and I will send you a animated video. I will do three of them. I don't mind doing them, but three is about if I get that the most I can squeeze in. So send me a logo. And if not a logo, you don't have one. Just give me what your handle is. And if it's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and I'll come up with something for you. So now that's out of the way. Ever since I came across recently, Jen Sincero, S-I-N-C-E-R-O. What a great author. I don't know who, if you know who she is, I highly suggest reading her You Are a Badass book series. There's several of them. And she is just incredibly motivating. She was basically a broke freelance writer in her early 40s, living in a garage in Venice Beach. And she is now a seven-figure coach and author. 
just great stuff. So she has a mantra that she encourages each and every one of us to say, and I'm going to keep saying it because I've just started. And since I've started, you know, it, it basically, it says money flows easily and freely to me. That just, I think what it does. So it's a little bit of woo. I think I, it's the universe. She says you have to get in in frequency, in tune with the universe, with the universal intelligence. And I think it's just your subconscious is what I think it is doing. I think you are rewiring your subconscious and telling your subconscious what you want it to look for, which I know Oprah went a while ago had the secret. You just, whatever it is, you want it, you say it, you get it. I want a man to show up at my door with $13 million for me tomorrow. You'll get it. You know, no, you're not going to get it. That's you got to believe it. Okay. Well, it's like, you know, it's like something I ran into in religion. They say, well, if you ask for something and you pray and you believe and you didn't get it, well, you know, it was you, you didn't believe or pray, pray right. They said, anyway, I think it's kind of similar like that with Oprah, but with Jensen Cheros, uh, she says the universe wants you to succeed. The universe is cheering you on. She's, she's a very engaging and great artist, uh, artist. She is an artist. She's a writer. I think it's art, how she writes very cool. So I think it's just retraining your subconscious. Keep telling yourself money, money, money flows. How many words can we run together? Money flows easily and freely to me. I've said that dozens and dozens of times. And, and these weird little things happen. Like yesterday I had to, (laughs) This is stupid and I haven't told anybody this, but I was pulling a trailer at work that was loaded by some shop guys and they didn't tie something down and it was, I just hear this dragging noise on the ground behind me on the expressway. So I had to pull over and retie it down. That was a terrible dragging noise. It was like, sounded like static or fuzz or something. So I had to pull over on the expressway. Trucks are driving by me at 80 miles an hour. My head's right by them. And I just thought, well, if it's my time, it's my time. But I actually said that. Uh, it, it puts me in a better frame of mind. Monily, monily, there it is again. Money flows easily and freely to me. I walked around to the other side of my truck and amongst all the garbage and debris on I-290 outside of Route 83 here uh, in Illinois, in the Chicagoland area, I saw a quarter on the ground. I just had to laugh. There it is. I texted my wife. Uh, money, money. I give up. <laughs> I give up. I give up. So money flows easily and freely to me, just as that quarter did. And just as today did, I started the day off. I said what I want to say, and but my brain's going too fast, I think, from my mouth. So I said money, <laughs> money flows easily and freely to me. And I was working with another guy putting up these dock seals in Bartlett, Illinois. I went to a dumpster that was on site, a construction dumpster. There was all these trades there. And I threw something away and something told me, peek in the dumpster. So I peeked in the dumpster and I saw a basketball. There was a lot of garbage, of course. There's, uh, It's a new construction site. There's a lot of debris. And I saw a basketball that looked and had, it said like happy Valentine's Day 2018 on it. I didn't want that. But then I saw some fishing rods. Okay, that's weird. One, two. I found eight fishing rods and six of them still have the reels on them. And 
Uh, not aside from that, then I looked a little harder and I saw a cardboard box and it had these pewter dragon figures in it. There was a whole mess of them. This is all on Twitter, by the way. And then I saw a cat battery charger, which I th- I haven't dug into it because it was today and I haven't had a chance to look at it, but I did plug it in on the job site and it turns on and I think it works. And then what else did I find? Oh, uh, and then I noticed that there was like a cooler that was empty and then a Playmate like flip top lunchbox. So I saw that and I, I left it. I was like, yeah, that's just the top was busted. That's just garbage. So it was getting closer to the end of the day and we had a little bit more garbage and I was like, I'll throw it out. And then I was walking away and something said, look in the, look in that garbage, in that, uh, that Playmate cooler, look in the little flip top cooler. So lo and behold, I opened it up. There was a mess of wrenches in there. All kinds of, I, I got a picture on Twitter, go to at rusty Ram 78, check it out. There's a picture I put up there. There was dozens and dozens of open-end combination wrenches, gear wrenches, sockets, crazy. There was screwdrivers, flashlights, all this stuff in this uh, suite. So I grabbed it and I was working with another guy and he didn't, he was like, no, you found it, you keep it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to grab everything that says craftsman on it since I found it. You can have everything else. He's like, yeah, I got, you know, my neighbor and whatever. I'm like, yeah, man, just take it. So that was another thing of Jen Sincero's is to say, get in the habit of giving money away. Cause when you give money away, it does good for you and it does good for the universe. So I helped, I helped him out. I said, you know what, man, you, you could use this stuff, sell it, do whatever you want with it, take it. So he took it and that, that's what I found. I'm going to sell that stuff on offer up. And just at the top of my head, I will bet you that I could probably get hundred bucks for that charger. The fishing reels, I'm not a fisherman, so I'm going to do my research on it, but I'm thinking if I sell them all in one shot, I could probably get 150 to 200 bucks. And then for the pewter, oh, and I found a trucker chain too. A 15 foot trucker chain was in there. Beautiful. I'm I'm asking 10 bucks for that on, on offer up. Anyway, all in all, I think I found about if, if it all works out to plan, I might've had 250 to $300 worth of stuff in there. If I can get it right in the garbage, right in the dumpster. All I had to do was pick it out, bring it home, take some pictures, put it on, let go. I don't have Facebook marketplace. That's 10 and a half minutes. Now you've heard of what I've done and what I found today. And now I'm going to get into the dividends. When you listen to my music, the background music, so I can take a sip of some Wawa. Yeah, buddy. Good stuff. No dividends. After the last two weeks, just hot and heavy with the dividends. This this week is nothing in both accounts. Next week is nothing in the IRA, but I do have Pepsi coming in. One of my favorites coming in. September is the big month for me. So every third month. So every September, December, March, and June. Those are my big months. Those are the big money months. We go for the big money, money, money. Those are the months I look forward to. Those are my fun months where I get all the dividends just every day. It's like Christmas, except for this week. The last two weeks were like Christmas. So what did I buy today? The market, did you see, obviously was down big yesterday. I was hoping it would continue today, but the way it seems to have been going 
as of late is when there's a significant sell-off day, the day after things bounce up. So I sat on my hands, I waited, and I probably should have bought yesterday, but I was also very busy at work yesterday too. So that's one of the downsides of not being employed by yourself. I bought a share of Johnson & Johnson today because it is just, it's down. It's something that I've been buying at the 147, 148, 149 range. It was 144.62 I bought my share at, and it was 142 yesterday, and I didn't hop on that. But like I said, I I dollar cost average in. Every week I'm buying stuff, and when things are down, like they were down in March, I was really going heavy and really buying up stuff. And then I did what I said I was going to do. I bought two shares as a line in the sand. I dipped my toes in the water of MetLife, ticker symbol M-E-T. I bought two shares at $37.32. And of course, as soon as I did that, it dropped to the 36, 60, 70 range. But that added, I'm sorry, with Johnson & Johnson, that added $4.04. So it pays $4.04 per year per share until they raise it again and give us that raise. That added $4.04. And MetLife as a buck eighty-four a share per year, so I had two, so that's three dollars and sixty-eight cents. And that was a starting yield of ninety-four. <laughs> I got numbers; these numbers are confusing me. That was a starting yield of four point ninety-three percent, so almost five percent on MetLife. And as I was saying on my YouTube video over the weekend that the financial sector is down and beaten down and rightfully so, but the insurance companies are tied up in that financial sector. I'm going all in on these insurance companies. I think they're going to be okay. They're not going to face the same regulations from what I understand that the banks will when the banks get their stress tests and you have the SEC and you have the federal government coming out and not the SEC. Who am I trying to say? I don't know right now. We'll just call the federal government. So the the federal government is putting restrictions on the banks and on their dividends and just really watching them like a hawk. But the insurance companies are in the financial sector and I think they're going to be okay. I think they've still been beaten down and dragged down because of COVID and the shutdowns, shutdowns. They were shot down and shut down. So MetLife and Prudential are two of my favorites. And as the more I look at it, the more I think I'm going to keep buying them. So a little bit on MetLife. They were founded in 1863. They've been around for a hot minute here. The three-year uh, compound annual growth rate is only 3.4%. But, you know, that's um, that's something that's... that's you As a dividend investor, you're never going to check all your boxes that's what I found. The one there's very few rare ones, maybe like a J and J and a Pepsi, but even them you can nitpick and find areas that you don't like or areas that could be improved. But obviously, there's a reason that MetLife is $37 a share and Johnson and Johnson is $144 a share because price is the strongest indicator of quality, as we know. So MetLife has a 10.7% net margin, which is what I really like to see. I I love it when something is over 10%. 10% is kind of the bottom, but if it's a strong company and I have a lot of faith in them, I'll go a little bit lower. But I I like 10% as as a floor for where I like to get in for net margin. And that's basically for every dollar of revenue that comes in, they're keeping 10.7 cents. 
not not incredible, not great like some other companies. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say 3M or J&J is like 31% net margin that they're keeping 31 cents of every dollar that's coming in. Fantastic. And just for reference, the S&P 500 net margin is 7.5%. So they're doing better than the S&P 500 uh, as, as an average. I, uh, they're obviously life insurance. If you don't know MetLife, now you know MetLife is a life insurance company and they are broadly diversified between the US, Asia, Latin America, Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. They apparently don't have offices yet on Antarctica. On Antarctica? In Antarctica. In Antarctica. Their revenue has been down. Uh, it's understandable. It was down 69.7 billion to 62 billion this year they're projecting out the rest of the year obviously COVID is going to be the main driver of that but hey 32.9 per seven nine per seven cent let's just make up numbers making up numbers with dapper dividends 32.97 percent of free cash flow and they have been raising their dividend for a few years I went back and looked so from uh coming out of the great recession they had issues and they cut it in 2012 november 7th of 2012 they cut from 66 cents to 16 cents they paid that for a quarter and then they bumped it up a little bit and they increased it all the way up until may of 2017 when they were due for their annual increase they didn't hit it they stayed at 40 cents until may of 18 so basically they were frozen for a year and they didn't get that increase and that then they they raised it they raised it in may of 2018 so we got a couple years of dividend growth but at least they were able to keep it frozen at 40 cents a share and maintain that so that's cool i like them they have a consensus of 41 dollars 86 is what the analysts put on it i love it i think i'm gonna buy more i'm i'm kind of rooting and hoping that it goes down just a little bit more so I can get a nice position, maybe seven, eight, nine shares to, to get started here. I like it. I'm probably going to buy more of Prudential too. And as you know, Friday, every Friday, unless something crazy happens, like last Thursday, I, I thought the market was dipping and I bought my Pepsi share early. So I'm buying a share of Pepsi every Friday, each and every Friday. So we can get that up to a hundred and I can start writing some covered calls because the super blue chip premium companies like Pepsi, McDonald's, Johnson & Johnson, those ones you get really nice covered call action on. So when you hear me say I got $48 covered call action on AT&T, well, on a Pepsi or a Johnson Johnson, that's going to be $480. So much better because it's harder to obtain 100 shares of it and it's such a quality company that everybody wants. So that's what's going on in my taxable. I added $7.72 of additional income for the year. Thank you. I've been doing that in my YouTube videos. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I'm enjoying it. The uh, So now we're going to flip over to the self-directed IRA that I also have in Schwab. This is the one, if you're new, that I took $30,000 out of my American funds. And it's a qualified account. So I rolled that right into Schwab where I have so much more freedom and flexibility to do things like 
playing options and selling covered calls and focusing where I want that money to go. And I don't have to pay an expense ratio to American funds to run those funds. So this is something I think I'm going to keep doing over the years. I might just, I might just do it every March. This might be my thing. Pull out 30, 35,000. Now, the only downside is that I am selling and I'm putting it into one lump sum. So it didn't work out so great this time because I sold when the market was low and the market has been going up, but I did buy in a significant amount right away and I've been dollar cost averaging in and it'll make up for it really because of the, all the covered calls I've been selling has just given me extra income. I'm not paying the expense ratios to American funds on that money. So yes, it could have grown a little bit quicker if it was just in their mutual funds. But over the long horizon, this is going to be just fine. And it cost, I think, $125 I had to pay them in order to uh, pull that money out. And they process, that was their processing fee. But that did not create a taxable event because it was going from a qualified retirement account, account, (laughs) this is terrible tonight, to another qualified retirement account. So all what I did today in the self-directed IRA, I bought 10 more shares of realty income. Now, if you do remember from Friday, I sold all 25 of my realty income shares from my taxable account because I don't want to pay taxes on the dividends that are non-qualified anymore. Non-qualified means that I have to pay my ordinary income tax rate. So in order to not pay taxes on the dividends for the next I don't know, 15, 20 years, however long I leave those in my IRA, I've been moving them over to my uh, self-directed IRA. And that uh, I bought 10 shares at $60.50. And if you remember, I sold them at $63.03 on Friday. Pretty cool. So I got them a little bit cheaper. So that's just a little bit of extra bonus and a little bit of an extra boost right there. I added $28.08 per year. Two shares I bought of FRT, Federal Realty Trust, just another REIT. So today was a bit of a REIT day. Two shares at $74.80. That gives me $4.24 per share per year. And that is $8.48 overall added. That's about all that's going on. So I added $36.56 of income. So now I had a question. I completely, and I apologize, senor. Lo siento, senor, porque porque yo no no recuerdo uh, su pregunta en el el primero. (laughs) I'm trying to say that was butchered, and I love it because I'm learning. My wife and I have been watching Narcos, by the way. Fantastic for helping us with our Spanish trying to tell him I'm sorry sir that I forgot about your question in the beginning or in the first uh, part and el primero parte is what I meant to say Uh, Pablo Escobar fun guy I learned a fun little phrase for you I think I yeah I can say it he says uh, I don't remember what he says let me get to my guy's question first it was a bad word I was gonna say anyway oh he said uh, como mierda mercon very bad so uh, Dr. Inverser uh, on Twitter, that's his at Dr. Inverser, asked me about Schwab because I have an account with Schwab. He wanted to know if there are fees to trade in Schwab for somebody like him in the EU over in Europe. So I 
talked to Schwab, and this, sir, is what they said. Because it's a global trade and it's in markets outside of the United States, they would have to be placed through their broker. So the fee, yes, there is a fee. It would be $100 or 0.75% of the principal, whichever is greater. So yes, you would have to pay a fee because they have to pay a broker to purchase those in the foreign markets if they are not in the US markets. So from what I understand is if you were to buy them in the US market, there would not be a fee. And he gave me a number. If you want to call, this is their international number. It is 415-667-8400. Should I try that in Spanish, everyone? Let's see if I can do that. El numero es 415-667-8400. Thank you. And I am going to take a quick break here. Uh, Follow me at RustyRam78. Please give me a like and subscribe. Review the show. Again, if you send me a screenshot of your review or just tell me you were the one that left a review on uh, Apple Podcasts in particular or anywhere that you can leave a review, send me a screenshot of it. I want to see it. And I will make you a animated logo like the ones I use in my YouTube videos. So, alrighty, people, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to get back to you with my song of the show. The song of the show for today is Bad Guy by The Interrupters. This is a cover by a ska band that my wife and my, well, my family, my kids, we all love the Interrupters. Just a very fun band from California, California, yay. So last November, the so, I'm working on it, people. I'm working on saying so. Last November, we went out for our anniversary and it would, no, actually it was October. We did this right before Halloween, so... (laughs) Here it is. We have our anniversary is November 26th. And if we, we love Halloween, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's been my favorite holiday when I was a kid. I just enjoyed getting dressed up. The chill was in the air. It's getting dark early. The lights, the colors, people wearing costumes, candy being handed out. And I didn't think it could get better until I became an adult. And I started seeing how the women dressed. Yes, it's terrible. It's awful. And I love it. Uh, Nobody's forcing them to dress like that. But uh, gentlemen like me do love it. So you mix in scantily clad women and alcohol. And to a 18 to 20 year old me, man, my favorite holiday just got more favorite. So we go out. Usually we like to celebrate our anniversary for Halloween and then usually her parents will take the kids and we'll just do something quick with the two of us right by our our actual anniversary. This was right before Halloween, the Saturday before Halloween. We went to the city. We got a hotel. We were going to have a night out and we, so my wife and I, 
We like to have fun together. We still have fun together. We've always had fun together. We go out dancing, drinking, wherever we hit dive bars. We like to just, we still like to party it up and feel like we're young when we can. And the kids are with grandma and grandpa. We went to, we were going to a place called Replay Lincoln Park. I don't know if they have these where you live, but they take all these old video games and pinball machines and it's just the best. It reminds me of being a young person playing games before everybody had a phone in their hand when we actually used to have to go to video arcades. It's something I wished I could have experienced as an adult. So whoever thought about this is wonderful idea. Young people get to drink and pretend that they're in a video arcade and they'll have theme nights like um, Game of Thrones is what I was thinking of. Game of Thrones or The Office or different different TV shows or movies. Before we go in there, because the way my wife and I like to do it, so I'm way more frugal than she is, so she'll meet me halfway. We went and got burritos from, a, we walked a few blocks, got burritos from a taco joint, and we came back to the to the car, and we were parked right outside the, funny enough, it's hard to find parking in Chicago, but we found a parking space right in front of where we were going. We parked, we had our burritos, we had our cooler, so we were drinking beers and eating burritos, and she went to put on music, and she said, oh, I just found this song, it's the Interrupters covering Bad Guy, and I said, what's Bad Guy? She told me it's that song by Billie Eilish. I said, who's Billie Eilish? I didn't know either. She put on the Interrupters song that I'm playing tonight, which is my song of the show, fantastic. I loved it. I said, this is great. Now, mind you, I'm eating a burrito. I got hot sauce and I've got beer. It's a Saturday night. We're going to be going to an arcade and then dancing and drinking. And we got a hotel room. And the whole night is ours. And this is the way it starts off by hearing the interrupters cover bad guy. Just set the mood for the entire night. It was beautiful. So there we are drinking. She played that. And I said, well, wait, that's a cover. What's what's the original song sound like? And my wife said, oh, I, I've heard it on the radio. I think the end of it. But so she put that on and we just sat there as it was starting to get dark. If you imagine that it's getting dark. My wife's sitting next to me. I'm in the driver's seat. We weren't driving. I did have a beer. It's Chicago. You can hide it. You can get away with it. Let's see what we can get away with. We say, we were sitting there eating our burritos, drinking beer, kind of dressed up for a night out, hearing this song then by Billie Eilish, which I like the song. I don't care what you think. I like it. Well, I do care what you think. That sounds a little crass. Just being funny. I like it. My song of the show puts a smile on my face. My face. You hear it? Again, this is a problem I have when my brain starts going way too fast for my mouth. My mouth is like a little kid, like trying to play catch up. Hey, wait, wait, hold on. Stop. Wait up and tripping and falling. That's when you hear me mashing words together like that. It's because my brain is a two steps ahead of my mouth. My mouth is trying to catch up and make up for, for the uh, lost time. Anywho, this is the song. Check it out. Go to YouTube, type in Dapper Dividends playlist. It'll be the newest song. It is the interrupters covering Billie Eilish is bad guy. Fun night for us. We ended up going 
to replay. And then we went and parked near the hotel. We had a spot here, which is where they reserve a spot for you. It's really cheap. And then we Uber, we check into the hotel, have a few more drinks. We may sound like raging alcoholics to you, but we're not. What we do is her and I, alcohol accentuates our fun we're having. Now, I know I have friends that maybe either stopped drinking or had issues because they would, that was the centerpiece of everything was them drinking. And if this is the way for you, you're not alone and you may need help if you're dependent on alcohol or if you need alcohol to have a good time. That's a very good distinction. Here's a little bit of a sea story. When I was in the Navy and I was on the boat, I was with a guy from Minnesota, from Minneapolis, and he had a really rough upbringing. He was kind of a badass. His name was Pete Fern. He quit drinking because he said if he started, I didn't understand it. He asked me if I have an off switch. He said, if you're drinking, can you stop? Do you have an off switch? Yeah. I said, I have an off switch. There's times when I'm like, oh, and this is a, you know, 20, 19, 19 year old me. I said, yeah, man, there's times where I'm like, okay, I've had too much. I'm, I'm done. Uh, no more. He said, I don't have that. I don't have an off switch. I go until I black out or I'm knocked out or I pass out. He said, one of those three things happens every time I drink. That's why he told me I cannot have any more alcohol because I'm at a place where my life is good. He had a girlfriend. He was in the Navy. He was going places. He had just made rank of petty officer. And he said, if I have a beer, it'll lead to hard liquor, which will lead to probably drugs, cocaine, which will lead to me probably getting arrested, breaking up with my girlfriend, getting kicked out of the Navy maybe landing in jail when I go back home and fall back into the bad with the bad crowd. Cause I can't work. I was like, Whoa, I get it, man. Now, now I get it that people like him didn't have an off switch. And he said, I've had a lot of issues in my life and I used to drink to escape those issues. So getting drunk was key every time I needed to get drunk and black out so I could forget about some of the bad stuff. And then he got counseling. He went to AA got in touch with a psychologist. He's the one of the ones that told me, you know, if you have a broken brain, you can't just fix it with alcohol. If you, if you fell down the stairs and you had a compound fracture and your, your forearm was sticking out of your skin, you would, he said, you wouldn't just be like, wow, I could need to get really drunk to fix this. No, you would go to a specialist and you would get that fixed. So he did the same thing and, and he can't drink. So I have friends that don't drink, but anyway, this was a long way of saying that my wife and I, yes, it's not healthy. We know. And yes, we you know we could have, you know, lose a few pounds if we didn't drink, but we enjoy it. It accentuates. Well, that's a funny thing to say because myself, everyone thinks we're the skinny people. I am 6'4", about 175, 180. She is 5'11". Sorry if I give away your weight. She's 5'11", about 138 to 140. So we're not heavy people, obviously, but we drink, we alcohol accentuates our evenings and our good times. And we don't drink to excess. We both reach a point where we've got really good buzzes and that's good. We don't get drunk and blackout. We like to maintain, you know, that's a funny thing in common because, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, growing up, I 
never, the few times it happened where I drank and I either had to get sick or pass out, it was rough. I didn't like how I felt. I didn't like, I didn't like not having control. That was the biggest thing I didn't like. So I know, and she said she was the same way that one time she drank and blacked out and woke up in a friend's, a friend of a friend's house. And she said this, uh, never again. So we both are the same wavelength in that regard. We do not drink to excess where we're getting sick or passing out or getting in trouble. And that's because I like to know what I'm doing. Yes, I understand your judgment is impaired, but I'm not driving and I can still, I'm still me. It's long way. (laughs) This is long winded. Fantastic, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for sticking with me, everybody, here on the Dapper Dividends podcast. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show right now. Thanks for stopping by. And (laughs) I'm having fun, guys and girls. And Zay Zimzir, however you say the the genders that I'm not completely down on. I'm going to get out of here. I will talk to you on Friday. Peace.